Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right? Talk Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday the 22nd of April, 2018. Tonight's speaker is Dawn, which is also known as Boozman Queen. And whenever you're ready, Dawn, just let me know. Okay, well, um, I just have some updates for uh, what happened with regard to a, a ticket and a lot of the information as to separating ourselves out in this system and, and taking our rightful place. Um, which is not in the land of fictions. But in order to have to deal with other men and women, you have to have some kind of um, contractual agreements going on. But um, what I wanted to share tonight, and we're looking through the Social Security Administration and the IRS files. We we, uh, seem to think that those are the two master files where everything has to go back and get corrected. But anyway, my young one on Monday, um, I returned on Monday and I gave notice to the Montana Department of Motor Vehicles, the bureau chief, and the local court and the, quote, prosecutor on on the tickets. And um, I made it very clear that I was just there to return property, that my young one had no contract with them on this learner's license and that I had not agreed to it as he already had a name in commerce to use and me as his attorney in fact till he turns 18. So anyway, I, I get to the courthouse and I give them constructive notice that in good faith, I'm just returning property that's theirs. The uh, person, the entity that was created by the motor vehicle department, that's their property. The court and those tickets, that's their property. I had nothing to do with that, and I, I stood my ground. So about 12.30, and, and what they were demanding is um, they sent an envelope uh, on a Saturday. I got it in the mail just before Monday, and it was a summons for this person to appear. And I'll just say John Adam Smith. Well, that's not my property and I made it very clear that they were supposed to have cleared this up prior to this happening, but they don't stop that quickly. And they're not going to give in that easily. So I just put it in an envelope with the notice. that put the, and, and then in my notice, I also told them, look, this is the last time I'm going to return your property. If you send any more of this to the principal place of business for the assumed business name, and I have to deal with it, returning property, this is now going to be an irrevocably binding contract, and you will agree to pay me $350 an hour, and that would be to my assumed business name because I won't do this for free anymore. So don't send me any of your uh, property. Don't involve me in your matters. Clear it up because if I have to, you know, 
go out there and you've sent it to the principal place of business and yet it's to your person and your property and I have to deal with it, well, now you agree to pay me. So it was a notice um, to clear up the matter and it was also a binding contract to my fee schedule because my time is valuable, everybody's time is valuable when dealing with this. So I put these in the envelopes and I went to the uh, court house and um, it was in the entryway and I handed the packet to the clerk and um, of course then they'll start being bullies to you and the court is open at one o'clock in the small town that we're in every Monday from one to whenever they're done and I said here's your papers I'm just returning your property she said well we're not going to put up with that Dawn and I said well I've cleared this matter up. You have been fully notified. I emailed you this notice that I'm now giving you. She said, you better show up here at 1, and you better bring, and I'll just, I don't like using my young one's name, but John Adam Smith. And I said, uh, no, I'm just returning your property. She said, well, if you don't show up here at 1, I'll have you arrested, and I'll send the police over to the school to get John Adam Smith. And I said, are you threatening me? are you threatening to kidnap my young one? And she says, I'm not taking your papers. And this is just the way they behave. And I just said, no, you are served. Those are your papers. It's your property. And uh, it's not appropriate any place to abandon your property. Uh, waste and abandonment is a no-no in commerce. And, uh, you know, she didn't like that. And I said, look, if you're going to push the issue, I'm going to need to see your tax-exempt IRS status. She said, well, what is that? I said, well, if you're really a, a, sub, a, a political subdivision of a governmental instrumentality and not a for-profit corporation, which you are, uh, you should have an exempt uh, letter from the IRS showing that you're a political subdivision of a governmental uh, instrumentality. I said, you can't have it both ways. You can't be sitting here making a profit, Sherry, and, and then claim to be the government. It doesn't work that way. So show me your IRS letter that shows you're exempt. Then I'll know you're really acting for the government. Well, you don't keep that here, Dawn. I'm not going to play these games with you. So, well, you know, I'm going to need the, your W-9s, too, and I need your EIN number. So this is strictly commercial, so that if you create a liability because you've just now threatened to have me arrested and my young one kidnapped from the school to show up here at 1 o'clock, um, you know, there's going to be a liability, and I need to so, know if you're good for it. You know, if you create that big of a liability, I'm going to need to also know who your insurance carrier is. She's like, we don't keep that stuff. I said, well, you know what? Right here on your door says business hours. Over there on that door to the court, it says business meeting room. Sherry, this is just business. And, oh, she got so nasty with me, and she tried to throw those paper, the envelope back at me. And I said, no, no, you're served. And I shoved it right back across the counter and walked out. And, you know, I like it until the people here on this call is you have to go to your higher self. You have to go to that spiritual side of things when you've been threatened and bullied. And it's just inappropriate the way this is going on. But it's very, um, you know, when you turn to that, uh, you, you get that calm. And you just sit there and calmly, that's what I did. I drove over to the school and uh, sat outside the school and thought about it for a few minutes. And I said, okay, I, I need help from my higher self. 
I need help from the Christ consciousness. I need help here. I need to remain calm, and I need to know what to do. And I just heard that voice go in and, and take my young one out of the school, bring him over to the court. But in the meantime, while I was waiting for him at school, I went into the lobby area, and I called the motor vehicle chief. And, of course, she was not answering her phone all morning. But I said, okay, Tammy, this has now escalated. I have been threatened. I'm here picking my young one up to go over and deal with this matter appropriately, however it turns out. However, if my private well-being and my private young one are harmed in any way, that liability is going to be on you because you did not clear up these matters for the last two weeks after you have been given back your property, and I've made it clear, and now the court is just issuing more papers, which appear to be a summons. And so I'm going to go over there only because I'm under extreme threat after the clerk of court threatened to have police come and get my young one from the school which would have been deemed kidnapping. So so just so you know, that liability is going to be yours. I just calmly told her that on her voicemail, and I had to wait another 10 minutes. And I'm thinking, hmm, it'll be interesting to see within 10 minutes by the time I drive over to the courthouse what happens. So we get there at about 1, and we just stand in the entryway. And I asked the town clerk, I said, um, now, the clerk of court and the judge are nowhere to be seen, and I can see into the uh, business meeting room called the court at an angle. Nope, they're not in there, and yet there's people in there for probably their tickets. I see a, a tall gal, and I'm pretty sure she was the prosecutor, the attorney there for the state. And I said to the town clerk, I said, where's the bar? And she goes, well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, well, I can't go into that business meeting room. I don't know where the bar is. And she goes, well, is it in the parking lot? I said, no, where's the bar? I don't see a bar in that courtroom. Is the attorney in there, the bar? See, the bar is wherever the attorney is that's going to do business. That is the bar. You know, oftentimes there will be in a room where you pass a, a gate or through a gate, but in some of these, in these little towns, they don't have that at all. And I just said, well, I'm not going to step into that business meeting room over that threshold, I'm going to remain here in the entryway because I need to know where the bar is. Well, obviously, the attorney heard me. She walked out. She says, uh, hi, are you Dawn? I say, yes. I said, she goes, hi, I'm so-and-so. I said, nice to meet you. And um, I said, did, did you get the notices and did you get the information? She said, yes, we did. I said, great. I said, the only reason I'm here with him um, is the fact that uh, the clerk of court threatened to have me arrested if I didn't show up and have him kidnapped from school. Oh, no, 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 Don, no, 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 nobody was threatening you. I said, oh, yes, indeed. That was exactly what she said. No, 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 that's not what we do. Oh, yes, it is. Well, well, well we didn't mean, oh, yes, you did. <laughs> and she's just going, um, okay. Uh, I said, look, that's the only reason I'm here. I'm here to return the property and make sure everybody has their property back for their persons. And um, I'm only here. I brought him because of those threats. And she said, well, um, well, well would, you, uh, would you like to talk to the judge? I said, well, does Wanda need to talk to me? That's the local judge. Now, I didn't address her as judge so-and-so or anything. I said, so did Wanda want to talk to me in private? She goes, well, uh, I said, look, I don't ever leave my private jurisdiction. I'm always in my private jurisdiction. I remain at all times in my private jurisdiction. 
And I pointed to my young one. I said, and he never leaves his private jurisdiction, and he's not the age to contract. And I told my young one just to stand there and be quiet and not talk at all. Even if he was asked questions, do not talk. So um, she goes, well, 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 maybe the judge would like to talk. I said, well, what does Wanda need from me in private? Well, would you like to go in private chambers? I said, well, if Wanda needs me privately for a private matter, I'll be happy to talk to Wanda privately. And the attorney says, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe she does. Let me know, well. And <laughs> I said, look, I'm not leaving my private jurisdiction. I'm in it at all times. Is there anything more? And she goes, well, the judge might. I said, no, Wanda, if Wanda. She goes, well, Wanda might want to talk to you. I said, well, Wanda has my phone number. She says, well, well, you know what, not here, not here. And she was acting like, you know, like maybe go for coffee with Wanda later. I said, look, I've known Wanda since I was eight years old. If Wanda needs me for something, she has my number. And if you need my cell phone number, here, I can get She goes, no, no, that's okay. And here it is after 1 o'clock, and that court is not going anywhere. Um, the judge is not in that room, and the clerk is not in that room. And that's because the bar attorney was out in the entryway with me. And um, normally they start right on time. So then the attorney, she, she said to me, she said, well, what about the charges? I said, well, what about the charges? What does that have to do with me? Well, uh, are you? I said, look, if I'm forced into that room as surety, because I am not licensed to go into that room, not at all. I am not licensed to represent any persons in, in that room. I'm not an attorney. I said, you know what? And the assumed business name can't get a driver license. She goes, that's right. An assumed business name can't be issued a driver license. I said, so there is no issue here. I can't go in that room. I am not a licensed attorney. So if I'm forced in there as surety, you know full well, only under threat to go into that room, then I invoke subrogation. And that means to be paid back. She goes, no, you can't do that. You're not licensed to represent anyone. I said, exactly. See, right there, she just spilled the beans. Uh, I, you know, I said, look, you, and she knew I, I caught her, you know. There you go. I can't go in there. I can't represent anybody. I have no business going into their business meetings on behalf of persons I didn't create because I'm not licensed to do so. And and so I just reiterated that back to her. And she goes, no, no, we don't want you to pay anything. Uh, no, that that's okay, Dawn. We're not going to ask you to pay for anything. I said, okay, so uh, you guys have all your property back. She goes, well, I have to get back in there. You know, business is called, we've got to get back to the business of the court. And I said, well, you can do whatever you want. And she turned to my young one and she said, John, would you like to talk to the judge I immediately said, he's 15, he doesn't talk. And that was the end of that. She goes, no, no, uh, you know what, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, it'll be okay. Uh, you know, we may turn this over to youth services. I said, well, you can do whatever you want. You can pass your hot potato any way you want. I said, are you the trustee today that's going to have to pull out the checkbook? <laughs> she just looked at me and said, well, okay. As long as I'm not being threatened, uh, she goes, no, 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 no threats. I said, well, then you have a nice day. And we turned around and we left. And my son, <laughs> we got in the car and he said, 
you're so mean. <laughs> she was being so nice. <laughs> I had to tell him, no, she wasn't being nice. She was trying to get you into a contract. And you're not old enough to contract. That's why I told you to keep your mouth shut. And I said, you know, this is what they practice. This is how slick they are. And all I can say is I haven't heard another word. And as far as I'm concerned, it's done. And they they actually, their body language, and, and when you put them in that position, they will speak the truth. The truth always seems to come out. And um, anyway, that's all I can share about some of these things in separating ourselves from the system that has enslaved us, ensnared us, or we've agreed to. I mean, it's been our collective as I see it. We've created it. Now we have to uncreate it. Um, but I'm just sharing these these uh, situations that keep happening um, and, and what we're learning because I, I know we have to move on. This can't keep going. Uh, we have better things to do on this planet. And and that's how I look at it. We have better things to create. Um, this this is not good. So if that helps people, if what I'm I I've, I've uncovered and my friends and I have uncovered, all all I can say it's just a separation now. It, it's separating out that um, agreement, and and to be very careful in what we agree to. And uh, that's all I can, you know, Jim, that's pretty much what I have to share tonight is just uh, seeing how these different agreements we have to go back and correct. And then when you really don't know what to do in that moment, call on your higher self because you do have it within you. And, no, I, uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I mean, there's... There's just a lot of things going on. I I understand where you're coming from. I mean, there there's just <clears throat> they're gonna try every which way to put you into bondage, no matter what it takes. Yeah. I mean, you can be sitting on your porch, and they're gonna find some issue for you sitting on your porch, not bothering nobody. You know, they're gonna try to find a way to find you or do something to where. You know, they can, you know, make revenue. Well, I I have gotten to the point where my mantra has been, they don't know me, they don't see me, they don't hear me. Meaning, if, if I haven't, you know, it, it's just to the point, go away. That's what I'm manifesting. I don't, you know, so other than some of these lessons that I'm learning, those have been really good lessons, for the most part, I want nothing to do with that, and that's what I put out there in my creation. And you know, I, <laughs> I've never had a ticket myself, never. And it just seems that since the in the last few months here, a few of these things have happened as a test. And I don't look at it as a negative. I I see it as okay. I'm being tested on the position that I've taken and the information that I have. And I'd have to say we're pretty spot. I think we're pretty spot on, and this is for everybody. Um, I personally am not the type to want to uh, be a guru. You know, <laughs> there are so many gurus out there. Here, file this paperwork. Here, do this. 
send in $300 for that, you know. Uh, no, I'm not into that. But I'm happy to share tonight uh, some of my experiences and the ground that I've stood on and the paperwork that I stood on. But the thing is, I knew the concept in my heart and mind. And I went to that. And, yeah, it can be kind of intimidating. And um, But I refused to go in there uh, fearful. I wasn't going to allow that either. And I just stood on my paperwork and I stood on the concept and I stood my ground. And I can tell you, the clerk and the judge were nowhere to be seen. They probably didn't want to come out from the back room until I was gone. Because I called them on it. You're threatening me. You're threatening my young one? No, I don't think so, people. This is enough. And so... And the judge and them know that they have a bond. Whether they admit it or not, they know they have a bond there. That if if you stand your ground and you step forward and, you know, like you were doing, and if they press the issue, you can call... You can call for their bond, whether you know, for hurting and harming you. That's exactly right, and that's what I told them in the notice. I said, if you harm my private well-being, my private little one, my private belongings, and invade my private jurisdiction, uh, no, you're going to have a liability. Oh, and, yeah. Well, and, and they think... They think that the liability is just at $350 an hour. That is not. You can name anything. It can be $15 million. It can be $100 million. Well, I when mean, there's witnesses to that clerk saying that they'll send a police officer over to take my young one from the school yeah. without my permission. And here's the thing that I made it very clear. Oh, and by the way, the assumed business name is the one that's the student at the school. <laughs> you yeah, know? Okay, so the one that goes to school is under that contract is the assumed business name. So, what makes you think you can go take a private young one from a school? Uh, and he's not because my young one's not the student. The assumed business name is the student. That's what he uses in commerce and going to school is commerce. So you just use. It, it, you just have to use a business entity no matter where you go in commerce. You have to have yeah. some kind of legal name because they don't recognize and they don't keep records on private people. No, they don't. And that just a, I mean, that's, I mean, you look at what's going on with Trump and them now, and there's issues with the privacy and all this and that with the people. They said they're not treading on that, but yet you got, that Mueller uh, and all those others that are still digging in this and that, finding excuses. But yet they're saying that they're not treading on the privacy of the people. Well, here's what I've uncovered this past week with talking with Tracy, my good friend up here. We've, uh, and she was sharing a lot of what she's been reading. The only thing Social Security keeps records on is a permanent resident and a U.S. citizen. And where we have gotten in trouble, and this is what they've done. I mean, it was just, it was deceitful. It, it's fraud. It, it's everything that they could come up with is, is quite clever. But here's where they're getting us, Jim. 
if we come forward and think we're that U.S. citizen, you're you're in big trouble because that is a fictional entity. But the other problem is if we come forward and we act for that U.S. citizen, then we're aiding and abetting that U.S. citizen, and the U.S. citizen is an enemy. So under the Trading with the Enemy Act, it's the U.S. citizen that's the enemy. It's the U.S. citizen that's the debtor. And that the U.S. citizen is the sinner in that system. So, one, I'm not the U.S. citizen, but number two, I'm not the agent for it, and I'm not aiding and abetting that U.S. citizen. If it's an enemy, then I want nothing to do with it. So don't come after me and think I'm aiding and abetting that U.S. citizen. I want nothing to do with that U.S. citizen. And that's why when I told the attorney, I can't go in there. I'm not licensed to go in there. I laid that out in my notice that only licensed attorneys can represent U.S. citizens. That's why they have a license. I don't have a license. So, therefore, I can't be an agent for any U.S. citizen. And that's what I stood firm on, and she knew it because that's what I put on my notice to her that she'd gotten just before I'd come come over there. They were, you know, she was fully, I emailed the notice to her, and then I gave it to her, and I, um, yeah, she knew. And she knew that I knew. And that is where we're getting, you know, they're, they're getting us, is you, you don't have evidence that, one, you're not the U.S. citizen, because what happened in the past is out of ignorance, you know, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Well, out of that ignorance and, and lacking that knowledge, um, we marked boxes that said we were a U.S. citizen, or we marked boxes that showed we were aiding and abetting a U.S. citizen, <laughs> or that a U.S. citizen could be found at the same location we are at. No. That's what I'm going back and correcting. Nope, there's no U.S. citizen here. I don't have anything to do with a U.S. citizen. I'm not an agent for that U.S. citizen. I'm certainly not that thing. And, um, you know, I'm not responsible for it. So please correct your records under the Privacy Act. And you do have to go under the Privacy Act, and that's what we're figuring out, is how to contact the IRS and Social Security, and you have to do it under the Privacy Act, and you have to ask for the records, and you have to do it to the Commissioner of Social Security. So I can give the people this much information that we've uncovered this past week. You yeah, have to notify. You might, mm-hmm. you, might have to, you might have to get in contact with, uh, uh, you know, Britain. <laughs> with who? So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. At some point you have to go... Up the, the chain. Is, yeah. The queen is over the Social Security Act. Absolutely. Her priv, and her privy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you oh, got to yes. go right to the head dog of the stick, man. And Absolutely. But where you can start getting the master file records to correct is the Social Security and the IRS. So in, b- before you go to the queen and, and her AG um, over all that, because that's where a lot of this would go to. You have to get the records so you know what needs to be corrected. And um, there, there's probably a lot of things that have to be corrected. So under the well, Privacy Act. Oh yeah, everything, everything right. that they're, every single thing that they're doing, no matter what it is, from start to finish, is a fraud. Oh, it is. It is absolutely a hundred percent fraud. 
But we have to separate ourselves from that U.S. citizen. I'm not that thing. I don't mm-hmm. aid and abet it, and I don't represent it. Therefore, I'm correcting the record. So you have to go to the IRS commissioner under the Privacy Act, and you, we're going to write to them. And when I have a template figured out with my friends and I, I'll share it with the people in this group so they can do it. But you have to ask the commissioner to send those records in a easily comprehensible format. And you have to use that language specifically. See, again, we find this in the Social Security Manual. You have to say easily comprehensible because otherwise they could send you numbers and code. <laughs> okay? So yeah. it's very specific what you have to do. Now, already we've corrected a few files with the IRS, and I can share firsthand. Um, I can't say who, but it's a family member. Um, we did something with the IRS, and this family member had a very large tax lien going back to 2011. And monthly, they were hitting his um, income, well, not income, but, you know, what what he had coming in monthly. Um, and, and so we set this in motion back in December, and the IRS, we got a uh, order back in March saying that they lacked jurisdiction and um, going back to many, many years and that there were no, no notices of deficiency. Wow, that's interesting. If there's no, no notices of deficiency going back 40 years, then why are you claiming a tax lien and taxes owed? And the amount... Originally, it wasn't a lot, but you know, it can amount to. I'll just, I'll just throw out a number. It was well over twelve thousand dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, this family member had been dealing with this since two thousand eleven, and uh, all of a sudden on uh, Monday, um, he got a notice from the county that tax lien went poof. It's, it was. Um, Extinguished. So, yeah. So you tell me when the IRS is still claiming there's well over twelve grand owed as of a statement last month, and now all of a sudden this month there's a release of lien. When we we've done that, we didn't even have to notify the IRS. That's what we were planning to do. We had just gotten that order in March, at the end of March where they admitted there was no jurisdiction, that the elect jurisdiction, there were no notices of deficiency. And so that's why the IRS, that's another one of those master files. Now, this family member had gotten the master IRS code um, on the person that has been, you know, mistakenly attached to him all these years. So I'm just going to say John Patrick Smith. Well, a couple of years back, he got that decoded, and it's a uh, it's a U.S. citizen. John Patrick Smith is. It was a citizen, or it resides out of um, the is it Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands, and it engages in firearms. So, what, I don't know if most people on this call know. All these U.S. citizens that they created and want us to aid and abet or be or act as an agent for, um, they're all citizens and reside in the minor 
territories of the United States, which is Puerto Rico, Guam, the U.S. Virgin Islands, American Samoa. Those are the minor territories, so they all reside there, and they all engage in a certain business activity, which will be alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives. Now, guess who enforces that? Oh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, the ATF. That's why they've labeled all these U.S. citizens, Jim. They're either, you know, gun runners, rum runners, tobacco smokers, and explosives, and they're enemies, and they they don't even reside here. They're in the minor territories of the corporate U.S., which has nothing to do with the continental United States of America. No. And that's what they've done. Well, yeah, yeah. They, brought it, they brought it all on the land just so that they yeah. could sit there and, you know, make a pretense and rob everybody that's here and get away with it. Exactly. So I would say to the people, first off, whatever entity, person they created called the U.S. citizen or in Canada, the Canadian citizen, uh, and by the way, Canada is owned is uh, owned by the um, United States. Its um, principal place of business can be found, if you, if you go look it up, I think, on Dun & Bradstreet. I have that information somewhere. So, I mean, it's they're all just corporations, but they're enemies. These entities, these persons that they gave names to are enemies, and they engage in enemy activities called alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives. And now they, ha- we have been mistakenly tied to those enemies that engage in the possible nefarious activities. And as one, people mistaken that we are that entity, or two, we're the agent for that entity, or three, we aid and abet that enemy. And I'm saying, no, we don't. That has nothing to do with me. That's an inhabitant, it's a resident, it's a permanent resident, it's a U.S. citizen. And that's all Social Security and the IRS keep records on. They don't keep records on the private people. They only track U.S. citizens. So all I can say, I'm just going in and correcting those records and, and, and distancing myself from that in those false accusations. And I'm not trying to make my life of it, it's just... I'm going to correct it. I won't make those mistakes anymore. And things will probably be a whole lot easier. That's what I'm manifesting. But I have to get it done. I'm just going to get it done and distance myself from that and take my rightful place as the I am. And I'm in the present because yeah. I be. And that's it. Whoopty do is asking, does Nan know about the Red Cross? Also about in Puerto Rico. Port of Rico, that they are committing Rico racketeering. Yes, yeah, Puerto Rico, exactly. I do. Yeah, I am familiar with that information. Yeah. All I can do is just share the dots we've connected, and when we figure out the Social Security and how to contact them appropriately, I'll be happy to share that with White Wolf, and he can send it out to people. I like I said. I am not into, oh, people send me $100 and then another $100 to figure it. No, we all have to come together. This is the time for us to now 
determine our path of who we really are, what we're here for, and stop this nonsense. And I believe in sharing. Well, I do share. By, yeah, people go by and name this and that. I know we'll talk about the birth certificate and, that, and how they they uh, got around all of that. Even though while we may go by a name, Jim or Jack, George or Fred, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and, and a last name, you know, we are beings on the land. Mm-hmm. And if they ask you if you're a citizen, no, I'm not a citizen. I am a being on the land. But they I use an avatar. Out. Jim, use an avatar called a citizen. Okay? This, okay. So we're a being on the land. But, okay, I'm going to use a land entity. Not a sea entity. I'm going to use a land avatar. I understand, but you don't even have to do that. I mean, well, you're going. You have to have some kind of interface to right now on the planet to do trade. Okay, you do have to have. You know, so if you're in the jurisdiction on the land, and and you follow these maxims of equity, principles of equity, and you. Well, they're they're if you look at equity, they're very universal laws and maxims and principles. Well, I, I understand that, but we are the creditor; we're not the debtor. Well, I know that, but you have to go on the private side to even be deemed a creditor. Well, that's just like Bill Clinton saying: "Is is is, or is is is? Is it your interpretation or mine?" And they've buffaloed people so long, people don't know which ends up anymore, and they need to stand up. You got them out there standing up for this and that and, you know, the wall and everything else. Why don't they stand up for just what it's really talking about and get rid of the people that's in the government? Well, and I don't disagree. I, I But, you know, in order to do my daily I, you know, I have my affairs at home, and but then I have things that I have to do out there in business just to buy and sell. So I use an avatar, and I call it a private citizen. They recognize a private citizen, and that has a private jurisdiction. And my private citizen avatar follows the rules of equity, and equity doesn't do things by halves. Equity sees that which ought to be done to be done. Um, in equity, um, it's not about the money. In equity, you're not supposed to be going in there and asking for a dollar amount. It's about doing that which is just right and fair. I agree. Okay? And so I that's mean, why my private citizen avatar in the private jurisdiction, it's not stateless. It, it still has to have a position out there to take. So I use that fictional entity, which is in a private jurisdiction, under the maxims of equity, and it engages in fair trade with other private citizens, but it will use an assumed business name in commerce. I, you I, see understand, the, okay. I understand what you're saying, but I, what I'm seeing is the very thing that they're trying to do to you, people are just turning a blind eye to it and just giving in for the ones that are trying to, you know, get around it or whatever they want to call it. 
uh, you know. I would I would say you're not getting around it. What I think they're respecting now with what I've been seeing is you have to take a position. And if you stand strongly on that position and you know how this game is played, they do recognize that. Wow. You, you know, you have to stand, but you have to understand. Again, it's you've got two different games being played. You've got the commercial monopoly game, but then you have the game called Life. And I, I understand that, and there's quite a few people out there playing those games like you're saying, but they're still getting bombarded, and some are going, you know, they're they're being incarcerated and everything else, even though they're playing the game. Well, I would have to say I, I don't know if some of them have done some of the things that I've done. I I can't speak to that. No, but I have not had contact with anyone who's had an assumed business name to use in commerce, who's corrected their status, um, put a declaration out there, took a private jurisdictional position, and started correcting records. Like, you have to remove um, any position from the voter registration rules. Uh, you you have to start giving notice, and you also have to have an attorney, in fact, private attorney, in fact, to move the uh, assumed business name in commerce. I don't know who all has done that. I, I really don't, because if you have all those barriers in that position set up, I don't know if they would violate that jurisdiction, Jim. I, I have no evidence that they have violated that when somebody has had these things in place. The thing is, most people don't, haven't corrected any of these things, and they're still being presumed and assumed to be the U.S. citizen or the agent for the U.S. citizen or aiding and abetting the U.S. citizen. And so if somebody has corrected all those things and has still been put in jail or harmed, I'd like to know. Just I don't know of anybody yet. Okay. Um, I can I can just tell you that um, as for me, they seem to back down big time. Uh, this is now, my, like I said, my young one had something this summer with the I think I told you folks about with the headlight out and her not having a license. That went bye bye. And now this one with my other young one for not having a licensed driver in the car. He got ticketed. You know, a person got ticketed. And now that one has gone away. So all I can tell you is I've, I've, they've tested me. And this is twice now I've seen that they've backed away and I don't hear another word. And my other friend in, in uh, Montana, Tracy, she had the same thing happen back in uh, February, and she could not cross the bar. She took the same position as I did this past week, and the judge asked her she would not cross into the bar. She said, I'm not a licensed attorney. I can't go in that jurisdiction. She goes, well, who do you think got a ticket? She goes, well, it appears the driver license person did that the motor vehicle department created. And... She has not heard another word, and they did the same thing. They said, don't come in, don't pay, we don't want you to pay. She even offered to pay as long as she got paid back. 
And they're like, no, no, we don't want your money. So, Jim, that's disappeared. It's, you know, we're not the, it's two months ago she hasn't heard another word. No, I understand. I'm happy for her. I mean, if it yeah. works, it works. Yeah, it's, it's the I concept. Mean, no, I understand, but that's just yep. like that Robert Fox. I know he's passed on to that now, but he did many things of certain sorts on certain things, and but they turned around and incarcerated him more than one time. Well, I'd have to know, honestly, if he had ever registered a name in business, and I'd need to know if he ever had a power of attorney in place, and if he also came at it from the private side to clear up that um, mistake of U.S. citizen. You're not a 14th Amendment citizen. It, that has really nothing to do with this. The big concept people need to get from what I see and, and have been testing and other is the U.S. citizen. That's our problem right there. All Americans have that problem, a U.S. citizen. It's like a millstone around our neck. And we have to take it off and lay it down at the feet of those that created it. And say, excuse me, we have to clear up the record. That's not me. That's not my property. I don't want anything to do with it. Please correct your records. And um, there you go. And don't bother me with that entity ever again. Because I will not be answering to it. It's not me and it's not mine. And uh, so, I mean, if there's people on the call here that have some questions about that, or uh, to me it just seems to be very simple. That is a pretty simple concept. But like I said, I don't know. I've been around researching this for 10 years and I don't know if others have taken it this far. I really don't know, Jim. Nobody's ever come forward and said, yes, you you know what? We did register and assume his name. We did do all those things and we did have a power of attorney and we did separate. And here's the other thing, people. You don't want personal accounts, no personal bank accounts. These all have to now be business accounts for your assumed business name. You know, that's so those are things that you have to go back in and correct. Are there any questions? Do people have? Folks, do you have any questions for Dawn? If you do, you type them in and we can read them. Or, uh, you know, if there's something you would like to ask her or something you've heard that she can reiterate to you. Yes, sirs. What if I heard a business or had a business for a year but did not go by my name? It was Morning Dove. It said they wanted me to attach my name to it, but I didn't. Okay, so, all right, did they register and assume, here, let me try and read this. Did they register and assume business name in Minnesota as a name holder? I'm trying to see. No, it's whoopie doo uh, to you down there in the blue. He says, what if I had a business for one year but did not go by my name? Oh, if he had a, oh, okay, if he had a business. Okay, 
uh, if he had a business. Well, here's what I'm doing. I know people are out there all the time that create, you know, say Jones Corporation or, you know, Jonesy's Painting. Well, when you have those kind of entities, they get taxed. So depends on what you're wanting to do in commerce. I now use an assumed business name, and it's the all-cap name that was on the birth certificate. I chose that same name to use as my assumed business name in commerce. And the good thing about an assumed business name is, one, it doesn't need a driver license. Two, you've now got a registered entity to use in commerce, and it's a name, and you control that name as the attorney in fact. But <laughs> just like they use the, uh, you know, they can put that same name on a birth certificate. They could use that same, you know, June Hannah Smith on a birth certificate. They could put June Hannah Smith on a driver license. They could put June Hannah Smith on a social security card. They could put June Hannah Smith on a Dillard's department store card. They can put June Hannah Smith um, on a, a U.S. bank card. The thing is, we are now using June Hannah Smith as an assumed business name. If I didn't contract and did not create all those other June Hannah Smiths, they have nothing to do with me. I use this June Hannah Smith. It's a registered assumed business name in Minnesota. I'm the name holder. I hold that name to use in business, and I control it as an attorney in fact. Now they're going to have to come in there and prove, one, they have a contract and, with me and prove that I am this June Hannah Smith on all their, you know, certificates and whatever the heck they're doing because I didn't create that. Now they have to prove it to me because if they're going to make the claim, I'm going to say, yeah, prove it. Prove that I'm that June Hannah Smith. Prove that I'm the agent for that entity that you created. I don't care what they did. That's their property. And and I'm now to the point, hey, you can do whatever you want. It's a free planet. They can create and do whatever they want. I'm just using this June Hannah Smith as a soon business name, and it has this principal place of business. And it's found at this location, care of. And all those other June Hannah Smiths, there could be 10 million of them out there, Jim. What does that have to do with me? I know of this one, and this is the one I use, and this is the one that has a principal place of business. And this is the one that has me, Smith, June, the attorney in fact for it. Because, you know, there's a lot of names out there, but there's probably 10 million. There's no exclusive copyright on a name, people. Otherwise, if June Hannah Smith, if there was a copyright on that name, that means it could be only used once on this entire planet by whoever copyright, you know, did the copyright. No. In commerce, I think this is sometimes people get confused on that, that you can use whatever name you want in business. I like the fact that I'm using the name that was on the birth certificate. I've captured that name. I'm using that in business because now I have evidence that I've already got a name to use in commerce. I don't need yours. So, hey, you know, state of California, 
June Hannah Smith that you created on your certificate. I don't need your name. I don't need to use your property or your name. That has nothing to do with me. I use this name. I registered it in Minnesota, and I control it. Does that make sense? And, yeah, and by the way, it's not taxable. How, well, okay, it's not taxable. Right, it's then, a pass-through. Well, how do, you, how do you get paid for anything? How do you drive a car without having a license? Well, why you, again, an assumed business name can't have a driver license. I understand, required. but so you have somebody drive you? Because if they can't be driving, they no, won't No, no, no. That's where we have to go in and correct the records. The one thing that w- w- we're reading about right now is that there might be a special type of Social Security card so that you can go in there and open a business bank account for your assumed business name. I've had no problem getting a bank account opened, um, but made it very clear that this was not the Social Security person, and um, I gave the bank the registration papers, but the banks now are being a little more difficult, so we're going to have to correct these records of Social Security, and we also are going to need to ask them, hey, we've got an assumed business name. We're not a U.S. citizen. And by the way, that assumed name is not a U.S. citizen, guys. Uh, you can make that U.S. That, that assumed business name anything you want it to be. I've declared it's not a U.S. citizen. I don't care if these other agencies created that name and made theirs a U.S. citizen. That's not my problem. I have this name, I use it in business, and there is no evidence with Minnesota that makes it a U.S. citizen. In fact, I have stated its principal place is in the United States of America. And in the durable power of attorney, I've declared that that assumed business name is is something that the private citizen uses. I didn't give it a citizenship status. And I'm not going to presume to give it one. And I have no evidence, Jim, that they've given it one. Does that make sense? So that's why we have to ask Social Security from this new position now, maybe there's a card, and they do say in the manual, you have to go digging deep, and this is what my friends and I are working on right now, that a card may be issued for special purposes in special matters for aliens, okay? And that's what we are. We're alien. We're foreign to the United States. We're foreign to that corporation entity. And that's how Social Security sees us. They only see U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Well, I have no evidence that my assumed business name that I use is a permanent resident or a U.S. citizen. So we're going to be writing to Social Security and ask them if there is a certain card for certain special purposes in special matters for our assumed business name to use, and, and it can have a number which keeps it in their records and allows you to put a number down to open a bank account. That's what we're working on. Because we know it can't be issued a driver license. And 
what we suspect, and this is what the Motor Vehicle Department we found out and a couple of these other agencies, if the information, Jim, is correct, we might not even need a card, Jim. It could be that once the information is correct with Social Security and the IRS, anytime these other agencies, including the police departments, when they run a tag or anything, they're going to verify it through the Motor Vehicle Department. The Motor Vehicle Department verifies everything through Social Security. The Bureau Chief told me that. So when we correct the records there... That number, the Social Security number, is what tied to every everything out there in government. Yeah, but there are special numbers with special matters, Matt. Yeah, but, but it, it, well, I know what people are trying to do. They're trying to get through without having to pay taxes and how to do this and that, and it's too embedded. They're not going to allow that. Well, U.S. They citizens not let you pay get taxes. away with a ticket here and there, but they're not going to. Well, then I, I would disagree. They, they look. They everything is voluntary. I can tell you, I've read these manuals. I have read identity theft manuals. I've read the banking manuals. I have been reading social security manuals. My friend and I, we've dug through the vital statistic manuals. I've done tons and tons and tons and tons of reading and research on this. And I can guarantee you, everything that they say right off the bat is this is voluntary. Everything we do is voluntary. Everything. Okay, so if you're not volunteering, if you're not volunteering and you're correcting these things, it ain't going to do you no good. Well, I wouldn't say that because if you believe it won't do you any good, it probably won't do you any good. I know it's going to do good because I'm correcting this position I'm taking, and they can't, when you, the remedy is there because it'll come back on them, and they know it. If everything is voluntary, and yet they won't allow me to operate properly and correctly from this position, who's the, who, who's the one that's going to have all of that dumped back on them for violating universal law? Why, why do you have to put it in? Why do you have to put it in a contract or paper? It says, it tells us, in, by our words, we are justified, and by our words, we are condemned. Why are people so set to put it on paper when the very creator said, you know, the letter of the law kill it? Because you put it on paper to put yourself in that position in the first place. You don't place. have to do that there. If, you, but, if people stood up and said no. Well, I'd love to have a lot of people stand up and say no, but until that happens... I just send my papers in quietly and deal with it because you did. You did, by your own words, say I was a U.S. citizen. You did do those things. We all did that. And so now I'm just taking a position. I'm undoing it once and for all. That's all. I think it's very simple. And when we have this down pat, you know, we some of us have done most of the research and a lot of it and shared, and so have many people going back many, many, many years. 
but it's culminating to a now. It's it's we've really narrowed it down to it's very going to be very very simple. And that's when I would say you just start flooding them in. And when you've given them notice, look, there's nobody to talk to higher up, Jim. It would be nice if I could just call them up on the phone and speak to them and say this is. They won't correct their records that way. They just don't. So okay, if it requires a, a template and a notice, not I'm, I'm not talking about a 50-page dissertation on it. I'm talking maybe a two-pager. Just like with the Jubilee claim. I have my Jubilee claim. I took advantage of that. Okay. Did you benefit <laughs> from it? I haven't corrected everything else to benefit from it, but they know I have one. That's part okay. of the packet I'm going to send in. Absolutely, my Jubilee claim is one of the documents that's going in. Absolutely. I gave notice of it. I, I accepted it. And it's done. And there are just a couple of files now we have to go in and correct because we did make many, many, many mistakes. And I I just see this happening for my family. Uh, it'll all get corrected, and there might not be any need for a Social Security number or a driver license because once you put the name and they go in and verify it in the system, it'll just flag a special way. I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You're, doing, you're doing all this. Yeah. And, I mean, if you even look at the, I don't know if you watch the news or watch TV or anything like that there. I mean, and notice that what's happening with the the, the U.S. system as well as the, the European uh, system and everything, I mean, it's tanking. Do you yes. think any, do you think any of that's going to matter when when the the so-called money's no good no more? I I really don't know. I all I can say is I for right now until that does happen, you know, it's tanking because there's claims of debt that are out there. Uh, if they can create the debt, they can undo the debt. That's their claim of that's debt. Right. That's right. That's exactly it's if not they... my claim of debt. No, and, not at all. You know, well, I, well, I understand, but the letter of the law killeth. I stand on the divine law of what is. And if and if what people are saying is, God, I know that you're all powerful, but i got to do this just in case that you don't do it for me or you don't take care of it for me. Well, I, I would, I would don't disagree with that, but here's what I've seen. I've seen, I used to help people up until recently with mortgages. There was nothing that you could do in this system, and I have not seen one, one party win their house. It is a steamroller. So, you know, uh, they'll just come in and take, but I'm trying this, and I'm still in my house, and I know what they're doing. And if I've corrected all that, then it's all back on them. I have disconnected myself from my mistakes of being a debtor. And that's how I view it. I'm, I, I want it fast. It has to be simple. And it has to be inexpensive to do. And, Jim, everything I'm telling you about has been fast, simple, and inexpensive to do, what we've been figuring out. And then I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. I've done my very best. I've I've corrected my position 
on this planet. I'm not a debtor, and I'm not going to. And they can have their system, and it can fall apart for all I care. I, however, will support my community and always will add to it, always will help underpin it, lift it up. That's what I can do. That's the best I can do. That's what I put out there. Um, but, you know, we just, we've got so many people that believe in lack and scarcity and and fear and control. And uh, I just see this massively happening. Take, take, take. The amount of foreclosure is huge. That was kind of my, and there was nothing in commerce that we found was working. And here's what I found is working. You can't go into that courtroom. You just cannot step foot in there. You cannot answer to their crap, you know, and just stand on your word and your paper. And and when you're dealing with them, it is easier to send your paperwork in. And then if you have to, you, you can go in and stand on your word. You give your word like I did on Monday. I, I tried the paperwork twice. They were still going to push it. So ultimately, Jim, you're right. The letter of law kills, but I had to go in there. And I knew the concept because I put my words onto that paper. So then they just had to hear it from my mouth. And they did. And that's all I can say. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I, I'm, I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to support a system that's doing what they do. I will not feed taxes and all that into this system. I will pay properly what I need to help my community, what it is owed um, for here, but to to support the importing of cocaine and sex trafficking and all the crap that you have going on, absolutely not. No. And those are the words that I put out there. I will not support that. I'm just not going to support that kind of violence and, you know, whatever the heck it, it that source is coming from whether we've created it or we have outside influences here on the planet with it. So I'm just willing to share what I think is simple, fast, and uh, inexpensive to do. Well, I I agree to a certain extent of what you're saying. Uh You know, and everybody that I talk to, a majority of them, 99.8 maybe, They'll, they'll sit there and tell you, oh, I believe in God. He's all-powerful. He's this and he's that. Next thing you know, oh, no, well, they're going to come and get this, and they're going to come and get that, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and I'm doing this, and they think they're going to win. Their mind is in the wrong place. You know, I understand fear itself will cause you to lose out. Either you're going to stand like it says, after you've done all you can do to stand, just stand and know that the Creator is going to take care of it. Even if He has to literally cause that system to, to, to fall apart. But people don't do that. They, 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 have to, they have to put themselves into it just in case God might not be strong enough to do it. Well, I really don't know how to, uh, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I still see two well, people this, who, who this, believe like us yeah. who are acting on their divine mind and who are doing these things 
they've still been removed from their homes. And I understand what you're saying, but look what Buddha and the rest of them said, you know, and they tell you about reaching nirvana and all this and that. But all I'm saying is I'm only coming from the place that, uh, you know, for me. I can't Mm -hmm. answer for anyone else. So I may sound like I'm speaking arrogantly. That is not my intention. All I'm saying is this, is that everything that that people are talking about, okay, I've kind of been through already. And uh, and I've had a business and stuff like that. I mean, we did several million a year mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm not trying to bolster nothing like that, you know. All I'm saying is, I mean, I no longer had a we. Our business has been uh, closed for over ten years. Okay. Mhm. And, and they come in and you know. Uncle Sam, they'll take this, they'll take that, they'll take that and that and that and that. They're going to make sure they leave you with nothing when it's all said and done. Okay? But my belief in that almighty divine law and creator has carried us through thick and thin, high water, low water, deep water, hot water, and cold water. And he's never left us forsaken, and he's never left us begging for bread. And all I'm saying is, from my perspective, not yours, I mean, what what works for you works for you. And all I'm saying is, we got our mind on everything except that what counts. And everybody says, well, we're in this world. we got to live. Yeah, we do. But what about that there scripture where he says, you know, that he created the birds, he feeds them, and they don't have to worry about where they're going to get their food from. How much more greater are we than they? See, they tend to forget those things. I mean, if you're going to be for God, you've got to be 100% all in. Not just when you feel like it or want to be in it. It's got to be all or nothing. And, you know, and I don't mean be lazy and don't do nothing. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, we we have to go through life. We've got to take care of our children and things like this and that. And people say, well, I've got to pay taxes. I've got to do No, you don't. Well, that's exactly what I've done. My young ones don't pay taxes. No, I'm not talking about that. Whether they're young or old, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the system says you do, but God God takes care of those things where you don't have to worry about those things. I figured my answer came very simply in the way I, I structured this. It, it's not difficult. And to me, it was a very simple way of just saying, no, we don't participate in that. Really, Jim, it was, for my young one, he just started working in February. And it was as simple as I gave a, a hold harmless letter to his, to the boss. I gave the registration papers, just copies. And I did not fill out any W-2 forms because I told the boss, you know, that's why the hold harmless letter 
And let's see. So we got the registration. Oh, and it, my certificate is the attorney in fact, just a copy. These are just the registration papers you just print off from Minnesota. No biggie. Uh, the certificate is a one pager. I have all kinds of copies of it. Put that in there. I, I just put in um, the whole harmless letter. So I have a template I made up. And, and just put in the business entity, you know, who he's working for. And then I had to fill out the new employee hire form, and I just crossed everything out, modified it, and that was it, Jim. And so is, I mean, that took less time to do to put copies with it and fill out this little application in a very specific way than most people have to do trying to figure out how to sign all these forms and fill out the W-2 and all that. I'm not joking. It took five minutes. That's how simple this was. But it's, they're still involved in the system. Even though they they uh, correct this or correct that, they're still part of the system. Well, they're he didn't put a social security in. number. There was no social security number attached to his assumed business name. He does go and he gives his he gives his time and energy for you know what they want to give him. And and when he gets the check, it's out to his assumed business name, and it's it's tax exempt. It says right across there, state tax exempt, federal tax exempt. So he's so not when, turning around and feeding the very thing he doesn't want to feed. So when when you receive things from the state, it says tax exempt. When he receives a, his when his assumed business name gets a check from his boss, it's a tax exempt. My other young one worked for Subway, a big corporation. Same thing. I just gave them a held harmless letter saying that I hereby, as an attorney of fact, for the assumed business name, hold this, you know, da-da-da-da-da, harmless for any tax liabilities. I take full responsibility should the IRS have any issues and that I do not consent to this employer acting as a withholding agent for John Adam Smith or Susan Hannah Smith. And guess what? That was it. I gave the registration papers. I didn't give any social security number. The business name doesn't have one. Okay? So if it doesn't have a number, it just has a registration number. And it doesn't, so it doesn't have a social security number. It's not a U.S. citizen, and yet you can use it in commerce. Uh, it, that's not, you don't fill out a W-2 form or W-4. I, I talked to an IRS commissioner. She said it would now be perjury for your young ones to fill out any of our IRS forms. I kept her name and her, her employee ID number. So it's under estate and gift taxes. She was a commissioner there. Okay. And she was right. And there's been no problem. Do you see how simple that was? And uh, you're going to be that way all their life for them? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, while this system is still this system... And we're still on this planet? Yes, yes. And when they turn 18, I'll have taught them how to do it themselves. And and guess what? The system recognizes it. It's like, okay, we got a private citizen here. Okay, they're in that jurisdiction. Yeah, you can't fill out those tax forms. That's right. I know we can't. 
And what the employer wants to see is, or the boss, I call it the boss, is because they're the withholding agent, all they want to see is that they're not held liable. So you give them a hold harmless uh, letter. I hereby hold you harmless against any liabilities for not withholding taxes on this assumed business name, which is not a taxable entity. If there are any problems, you know, the please have the IRS deal with me, the attorney, in fact, for the assumed business name. It is, you know, it, that's what they want to see. So I have found when I have done that, their accountants are like, yep, we're good to go. As long as the liability gym is taken off of them, they seem to be fine with it. A smaller company and a very large corporation. So, oh, and also a, a softball league. My other young one was an umpire for the Valley Softball League. I gave them the same papers, and they're like, okay, we don't know really what this is, but so be it. You're responsible if you messed up. I said, yeah, if I messed up with anything with IRS, I'm responsible for it. This has been two years now. Heard nothing. So, again, I I go by what the IRS commissioner told me. Once you go, They're not going to put it in writing. But when you know what you're talking about, they'll tell you, yeah, it would be perjury to now fill out those those tax forms. Those are public forms, Jim. Those are commercial public forms, and taxes are only to be paid by U.S. citizens. I I understand what you're saying. Yep, and 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 I like just, I, I yep. just, I'm not going to say certain things on the the. Uh, I know where you're coming from, though. Yeah, and 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 look, if there is a proper excise tax owed, then I expect them to contact me accordingly. See, that's also what I put in the in that hold harmless letter. If there is a proper excise tax that is owed to support the people for you know whatever, fine. But I'm not making a gift and donation to the crown and the queen of England. No, I agree. I wouldn't either. Yeah, and and all these taxes, these 1040s, W2, W4, they're class 5 tax. When you look at what a class 5 tax is, it's a gift and estate tax. Well, the only estate that I know of is the birth certificate entity, and I didn't create that, and I'm not that person. And I'm not responsible for that estate. No, I agree with you. A lot of people don't know that the Social Security tax money goes to the Queen of England. Right, that, that's just a public fund. The, the taxes from the IRS go to the Vatican and to uh, the Queen of England, and and however they want to filter that down. But that's a classified, and that's why those forms I don't fill them out because the the assumed business name is not a U.S. entity. It's not taxable. It's a pass through. It's just an assumed name you're using in commerce. It's not an inhabitant. It's not a resident. Okay. It's not a U.S. citizen, and it's not an individual. Therefore, it doesn't have any wages or income, and it's not an employee. And that's, if you know that, that's how you correct, you know, and I just put in my own paperwork. I show that, yep, this is a registered entity. Yep, it has a, a business bank, a business account with the bank. Uh, yes, it has an attorney, in fact, to operate and see they recognize all those things 
We think they don't, but they actually do. I have spent enough time talking with agents of all these different agencies that when you know what you're talking about, they do respect that. Okay. You know, I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I've, and they're they're very friendly. And that's when sometimes you'll find some very interesting things. They'll tell you little things. But, you know, if there is something that we have to support for our community, like say there's a special project that everybody has to pitch in on to clean up the water or something, well, of course I'm going to contribute to that. Am I going to do it through some kind of levy or tax? No, I'll probably go into the appraiser's office and say, look, I, I, this is how I would handle it for me. I would go in there and say, look, uh, I stay in my private jurisdiction, and this is how I engage in commerce. There's some business name. I don't agree to any tax or something like this, but in support of what's going on, I would uh, like to do this from the private side. Is there a way to do that? I'll be happy to, sh- you know, pay my proportionate amount. But not because I'm engaging in a taxable event through the IRS or anything else. See, what, there are many of these offices that they hold, there's a public side, the public counter, and there's the private side. And And a lot of people, I don't know if they know this, but you get to certain levels in these different agencies, they still hold two hats. They wear two hats. There's the public counter, the commercial public counter, and there's the private side. And I don't even know if many people know about the private side of banking. There is a private counter. Now, have I accessed that private counter yet? No, I haven't. But I do know it's there. And that's another thing through correcting these records. Then I'll just go into the private side for whatever I need to do. Look, many people are after all these trusts and everything. Um, I'm not, Jim, I'm not going into this expecting like this massive payoff or I don't know how all that works. I hear people do all kinds of crazy stuff. UCC, you know, what are you doing in the, you're not a licensed attorney. I tell people, why are you going in there doing that? You're not a licensed attorney. (laughs) Why are you going into, under the Uniform Commercial Code doing that stuff? I don't I don't touch that stuff. And and if people are out there to, you know, gain access to all this stuff, well, I really don't know about it and I've heard people try to do things with Treasury Direct accounts. I don't touch that stuff. No. I my motivation is I've I took taken this position. I only want to support the good things on this planet. I'm not gonna keep funding what I know is wrong. And if this is a way for me to do that and, and, and it's working with my young ones, then that's great. I've got them in a really good position. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. And if I'm wrong, well, then the truth will come my way. But this was a great experience. It was a good lesson. If I'm correct and it was simple, easy, and fast, great. It can help a lot of other people. I don't know what more else to say on that. Um, but if you're after this uh, golden egg, I can't tell you if it's there. And I honestly I don't think it's a smart idea to put that first. I I know that there are so many ways for the universe to provide for you, for the creator to provide for, provide for you. It has nothing to do with money. 
I agree. I totally agree with you on that. In fact, that is the better way to go. If you have narrowed yourself down to accounts and money, well, then that's all you're probably going to get, good, bad, or ugly. (laughs) No, but what people don't, I don't know if they see it or don't see it. I mean, you 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 hear people that are prepping all the time, this and that. They can prep all they want, you know. But you know, the thing is, mankind has forgot how to, you know, to to grow food or cultivate. Yeah. And the thing is, they think the money's going to sustain them, buy them this, buy them houses, and it might be like that temporarily. Well, what are you going to do when it's all gone? And they, they can't use the money no more, like they're doing in Venezuela. Right. You, know? you got to cultivate. You got to cultivate your skills and relationships. Well, not only that, there. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, they have. They show people with wheelbarrows of money, paper money, and that that doesn't even buy a loaf of bread. What I'm oh. trying to say. People learn how, uh, forgot how to survive. Well, yeah, I I, I don't disagree. And there ain't no cars and there ain't this and there ain't that. You know what's going to happen? They're going to starve to death by the thousands. Or we just might get strong enough and bypass, you know, this and create something something better than we can even imagine. You know, I really don't know how it's going to play out. I guess it depends on how many people are on board for creating something that's not so devastating. Well, I'm not wishing that on anybody, but it tells you. I mean, it tells you even in the Old Testament as well as the New, you know, that they're going to beat their weapons into plowshares. What yep. do you need plowshares for? You have to have food, right? Yeah. Okay, they're given the way the things that they're doing now because everybody's letting the so called system have their way, the GMO foods and all this here stuff they're putting out there, the vaccines and stuff. I mean, people are passing the buck, so to well, speak. For the- I, I would say I'm I, I don't I just know that where I'm at and with different groups that I'm involved with, there's a massive, massive amount of people just common people that I know here that might not know what we know, but they're fighting the vaccines. They're fighting the GMOs. I mean, I see the farmer's market in my area growing by leaps and bounds, you know, that were not even there 10 years ago. So that, to me, is very encouraging. I see that. I see all in these little communities out here. Now, I can't speak for other parts of the country, but right here, I mean, it will burn buildings all summer long, once a week. They they shut down this whole area in downtown Billings, and it's all a farmer's market. And you see people bringing in their trucks from all over Montana to, to oh, some of the best blackberries and cherries and everything. And and you talk to the people out there, and they are. We're, we're, we're against GMO. We're against vaccines. I hear that a lot. More and more, I see. I see it on. Uh, I'm not on Facebook a lot, but I do follow a few things, and I I just see people that I wouldn't have thought bring it up or bringing it up. So I'm kind of encouraged in that area a lot. 
And I mean, there people are doing certain things, but statistic-wise, the, the the farmers are not there like they once were. How are they going to sustain the United States as well as the rest of the world? They're not going to be able to, and they can't even sustain it here. I mean, look what's happening. I mean, they're getting all these here different type of diseases and. Uh, you know, the stuff with the eggs the other day, they had to throw, I mean, millions upon a millions of eggs away because of, uh, you know, the, the, the things. People are just, well. I guess we can just keep strengthening our communities and, and supporting the ones that are doing it, encouraging more of them to just, hey, you want to grow chickens? You've always said you'd like to have chickens? Here. I don't want to grow them, but why don't I help support you? I'll buy from you. I'll even donate to you. And I mean, I know that's one one gal down the street, and she's got so many chickens now. You know, all I can say is I think that's what we're going to have to do. I like I said, I can't speak for other areas. I can only speak for what I see around me. Here in Montana, and we only have a population of under a million on this large piece of land. But um, I do see a lot of. I understand where you're coming from. I'm not. I'm not trying to cast stones at anybody. Okay, I'm not. But what, like, what bothers me a lot, like I told White Wolf. Mhm. You know, the reason I started the Divine Mind Group was because to learn of the divine true knowledge that was set forth from the beginning, not from any religious aspect, not from not from the Catholics, not from the Jews, not from the Pentecostals, not from any religion, but the Man. true the true uh law that was set forth from the beginning. Because the true law is not any kind of a religion. It's religion it's a universal is- thing. I mean, it, like like it says, it, there's only w- one creator, right? One well, belief. That, that, one, I, that's what I tend to go with. And one belief. Why are there so many different beliefs out there? Well, they say, well, they're telling from their perspective and this and that. Well, you go to India, they got over, I think, three or 400 gods and they even worship cows and stuff because they believe their ancestors are in them. All I'm saying is, they, you know, it tells us by the simplicity of the law and the word. Mm-hmm. But everybody's made it so big and so out there that they don't think they can do it or be a part of it, that, that it's so far away that they're grasping at straws when it's not. It's, it's right inside of them. And there's uh-huh. so many laws that were written on stone and many other things out there that if we just, every religion to tell you, oh, don't look at this here. Don't go there. Oh, that's talking about their fertility right. Well, that's talking about, uh, 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 what do you call it, um, Christmas and uh, Valentine's Easter. Day. yeah. You know, but they don't even really look at what it's talking about when it's talking about inside. Did, you know, uh, about the Corpus Colosseum 
and uh, the 33 vertebrae that run up our body, uh, you know, our spine and stuff, and uh, the cossack bone, which is called the holy bone. Mm-hmm. That's what the doctors even call it, the holy bone. I mean, right. they don't understand that's what the creator's really talking about. It's talking about us individually raising that divine energy up within us through the seven chakra centers, you know, to keep the body alive. You know, when the body runs out of energy, it dies. Right. But but, but what religion tells you that? There's not one out there that will tell you that. You know, it's not the cancer that kills them. What it is, it's... It, it's the the body losing the energy within itself, and the body shuts down and dies. Right. It's a, it's a dis-ease. It's not at ease. The body is not in harmony with itself. It's a, it's, that's the dis-ease, yeah. I watch all the videos, and I, I, I keep, uh, you know, what White Wolf sends out. And well, it's all within. It's all within. I understand, but so mm-hmm. many people are losing. It's not the without, it's the within that counts. Because if you take care of the within, the outside's going to be taken care of. And all your needs will be met. Well, I I agree. and I But I, for me, I look at it, well, these are some good lessons. I, I I look at it as an experience to grow from, and, you know, oh, well, maybe I brought that into my life because I need to learn from that. That's really how I, I look at a lot of the things that I go through. Uh, some lessons aren't that fun, but, you know, I, I know yes. that they were needed for me to move forward and move um, to learn from. No, I understand, but how many people, you know, and I, I used to be that way, too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they say should have, would have, could have, but That's they right. didn't do it. They didn't do it. Why Why didn't they do it? I should have done this, could have done this, but I didn't. No I, made that, I made that choice. And we. the thing is, you know, it says out of our mouth, out of our mouth are speaking. Well, it says from the heart, out of the heart, the mouth will speak what's really in our heart. And it says, you know, if I speak out a blessing, a blessing will come forward. But I could also turn around. I could tell someone, you know, I love you so much. Or I could turn around and say, you know, I hate you. You're the sorriest, no good, so-and-so. You know, it's it's how I choose to to bring it forward. Right. Is Is there somebody else on the call that's coming in? There, there could be. Somebody. I didn't know if you had it unblocked or something because I, I couldn't hear you constantly the whole time. I didn't know if you had the the um, unmuted. But I, I agree with you. Oh, you know, I understand, and what you're doing is a fantastic thing. I'm not disregarding that because if if I thought differently, I would have told White Wolf, "No, I don't want to do that." Right. I, I'm not. I'm not like that. I mean. I don't know everything. I learn from everybody on this call, except for the ones that come in there, you know, with their vulgarity and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I'm not into all that. I'm in. I'm into, you know, 
learning. Like it says, come learn of me. Do do those that do the will of the creator. You know, I'm doing everything that I possibly know and I check and check and double check and triple check myself all the time because I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. I don't just take everything that everybody says. I listen to what they say and I go check out to see if what they're saying is right or not. Right. You know, but it's just that maybe, uh, I, you know, the past 30-some-odd years, 40 years of studying a lot of these different things, I come to see things, a lot of different things that a lot of people do. And I'm not saying that they're wrong or nothing like that. It's just that I'm just coming from the perspective of what I've come to know and find out that I'm sharing with the people. Now, they could take that with a grain of salt. I mean, it's their choice. I just hope that I spark something in them that will cause them to go look for themselves because the bottom line is when they see it, they're going to know for themselves. They won't need me or anybody else to do anything because they would have seen it for for themselves. And that's all I'm saying because, you know... uh, you know, they even give us... Who this, Steve? What, what y'all be talking about down there? What's that? You seem to have that same idiot get on. <laughs> that's that's because they have, you know, they, you know, that's all they're going to have in life. I know. You know, that's all I can say because... The, out of their mouth, they're going to be justified or condemned. It's nothing I do it. It's the choice that they make. But it, it does make other people feel uneasy when they do that, and they know that. Yeah. They think it's funny, but it's not. And, uh, you know. Well, we're on a call for, you know, adults here, and it's it's annoying when you're dealing with four-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it seems like that a lot of times because, you know, I mean, uh, all I can say is, you know, from my perspective and walk with the Creator, and I've seen a lot of things. I've had out-of-body experiences. Mm-hmm. I've went, I went through, you know, like they call it a wormhole or the, you know, the tunnel and all this and that. I've seen a lot of things, and I've, I've had a, a, you know, a face-to-face conversation, you could say, with the divine. And and the people, they just, I mean, I just look at it differently than people do. To me, it's a serious thing. It's not just something to take lightly. And, uh, you know, but that's my walk with the Creator. I mean, the others haven't been there probably like that, maybe not in the same way that I was. They had it in their own way. Mm-hmm. And but I can only come from the perspective that I, that I've seen it and come to know and what the Creator show has shown me. Right. And uh, but I understand where you're coming from. But to me, you know, and it, you know, and he the it, it reiterates over and over that it's a spiritual thing, not a physical thing. And right. I don't spend my whole life doing this, Jim. You know, I, exactly. It's just. This is like one little facet of the whole of putting it all together, you know. Well, well, I understand. Yep. 
And well, so you can have your own opinion. You can think I'm full of crap all you want. But <laughs> I tell you what, by what you're saying shows that you don't have much knowledge about much of anything. You know, or you because if you did, I guarantee you, if you knew the Creator like we did, you wouldn't be saying those things. That tells me that you have no knowledge just by what you're writing in there. Because someone that has the knowledge of a, the Creator and follows what it says, you definitely would not be putting that in there like that, whether you agree with me or not. I'm not asking you to agree with me. I just hope that you will go check out for yourself and see for yourself. Because once you see it, you're going to know. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just telling you from what I know of the Creator, from my perspective, and what I've seen and come to know. See, and I, res- not- I respect that position. You're, that's right. And you know what? If he's going to say, well, you're full of crap and only believe what Gary Ray tells you, well, obviously he's not, whoever wrote that is not getting much out of the call or not paying attention or not awake or I don't know. Or they're just doing this on purpose to be annoying. Because those that are, are on this path, I agree with you, Jim, it's a spiritual path and we all have our own spiritual journey that we uh, share our experiences with others, we uplift one another, um, but he, he and you have everything that. within yourself. You have to do it for yourself. No, I understand. He thinks that I'm only going by what Gary Ray tells me. I've known Gary Ray almost 40-some-odd years, 40, 50 years, and, it, you know, that that's BS. You know, I, I can think for myself, you know, I knew of the creator before I ever met White Wolf, but I tell you one thing, that man has a lot of knowledge about so many things that he would make your hair turn brown, red, green, and yellow all at the same time if you really stop and listen to what he was saying because he is knowledgeable in many, many, many things. And that's why those of us that are on the call are drawn to the call because we were already there. It's not because of what... He's just adding to the the knowledge. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I have to. I have to wow. It's <laughs> they're popping in on the phone, and I have to try to catch them fast enough. <laughs> well, I just laugh because it makes it more fun <laughs> to see this. It's been a long time since I've dealt with four-year-olds. <laughs> You know, don't don't apologize, Jim. I just laugh at it because it's really ridiculous. No, there's many of us, and I talk to many outside the call, and and there's so many others that are on this path, and we're all converging, and we're all sharing, and we show up for certain calls, or we show up in our communities, and we're moved around where we need to be as we keep learning and expanding that knowledge and information to get us back to that state of you know, a correct state of being. So I no. just look at it as we're in a correction time for myself. That's how I look at it for myself. No, I agree with you. I mean, you know, like everybody, they're looking for what they call eternal life and stuff like that. They think they're going to rise and meet God in the air somewhere to go to some nebula. And there's nowhere in the scripture that it talks about that. When it talks about rising to meet him in the air, the air, if they look up, air only goes up so far. 
it's talk about when we raise the kundalini within ourselves up to where it ignites the pineal gland in our mind, which is, and if people will really do their study and they'll find out the pineal gland is known as the throne of God. But the, 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 a lot of people don't know that and the churches don't teach them that either. The, the, if they want to find out what the Creator is really all about, they would do what it says, not what the preacher's telling them to do. He can tell them to go jump off a bridge. You know, probably two-thirds of them probably would do that. Right. And that, that's a sad thing. It says, let no, you know, we have no need that, that any man teach us, but the, the Creator will lead and guide us in all truth. We're all, when we're talking about God, I'm not here trying to preach it, people. I'm just talking about the Creator from my perspective, what I come to know, what I found out about that divine Creator and how he's blessed me in so many ways and my family and how I receive healing, whether it be cancer, whether it be whatever it is. It works. And it, it's not some fictitious thing. It works mm-hmm. if you if you follow it. You don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. But, you know, not everybody can go there. And that's why it says we overcome the adversary or what they're calling the devil. There's no such thing as a devil. If they really look, every time they look in the mirror, they'll see the devil because it's them. Because they're they're the only ones that are disobeying the true laws of the divine. He tells you even in the, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there is nothing outside of a man. If there's nothing outside of a man that can enter into him to defile him, then there ain't no such thing as a devil. It's what comes out of the man. And he tells you what comes out of the man, an evil thought. Let's see it's it. what we do to ourselves. That's right. We're, we're lying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if you lie to yourself, and then, then then you're not doing what the Creator told you to do to be an overcomer, and you wonder why you're getting this and getting that, and you're not being blessed on this or that either. It's because they're not doing what He said to do. My people perish because of the lack of knowledge. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and we can't help them out. We can't, you know, it's not our job to save them. It's not our job. I mean, all we can do is share like we do and pass on information and knowledge and, and encouragement and yeah, help we you plant a good that. seed. Yeah, we overcome the adversary by the words of our testimony. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's all I'm doing is giving a testimony of what the Creator's done for me. Right. I'm not trying to twist nobody's arm and tell them they have to believe what I believe. I just hope it sparks something in them that they say, hey, you know what? I'm going to check that out and exactly. see for myself. That's yep. all I'm asking. Yep. And if they don't, that's their that's their choice. I can't do nothing about that. Yep. I I agree. And that's, you know, those of my friends and I, I, I do hang out with a lot of people that have that um, view and and have come to that realization and every day is a new experience to learn something else to pull the weeds out of our own garden the garden of our heart and mind and plant better stuff 
No, I agree. It's just like, you know, when people read in there, you know, when he says, rise and take up thy bed and walk, you know, when people read that, they think it's just a story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But little do they know, and I know you've heard White Wolf, and I'm not trying to talk for him mm-hmm. or anything or or about him either, but he was in a wheelchair, you know, when he uh, he when he was in a, in a military when something happened. I don't know. He would have to uh, tell more about that. But he he said several times that he just you know he just stood on the divine laws of what the scripture said and what he knew was true. And he said no, he would not be in no wheelchair. And you know he's not. That's funny. I was I was in the same position, uh, truly. Twenty some odd years ago, I too was in a wheelchair from a bad car accident, and I had a lot of doctors saying, "Oh, well, you won't walk, or you're going to have this, or you're going to have that. You won't have, you know, children." Well, you're you're right, Jim. You have to stand on. Uh, every, every time I heard that, I'd leave that off. Oh, nope, I canceled that one out. Absolutely yes. not. And. Uh, I have three young ones, and I you if I didn't tell you I'd gone through what I've gone through, you wouldn't know it. Most people would have no idea it took a long time for me to have to walk, use crutches, canes, all of that from that car accident. No, I agree with you, sister, and Yava blessed you in many ways, just like he did White Wolf, and I, I'm not trying to talk about White Wolf, like I said. Hopefully he doesn't get... Well, those are just good examples of encouragement, of even not accepting what what others say around you or about you. I'll tell you, sometimes this is what I took on. Hey, their opinion of me is none of my business. No, I understand, (laughs) but there may be someone on the call that may be that way, and they've told them all, you can never do this and never do that. But if if you visualize yourself, standing, walking, running, or whatever, and you lay hold of that in your mind, and you convince yourself that the Creator said, I'm whole, I am this, and I am that, and I will not accept anything else, and you hold on to that and keep holding on to it until it manifests, I guarantee you, you won't be in that thing. It's a done deal. That's right. Yes. You have to know that it's that. Yep. Yeah, and it will be. It's according to your faith, your belief in what the Creator said about you and not what the doctors are telling you because they don't know anything. No, they don't. And it proves them all wrong. And, you know, it just goes, you're you're absolutely right. It's what you're willing to be in the moment to manifest. And sometimes some of these things come up and we don't like it too well. I go back and say, well, I must have manifested that. <laughs> Get you to think, like you said, be very careful what comes out of your mouth because you do. All of a sudden, something manifests. You're going, that's not really what I had in mind. Well, obviously, it must have been what I had in mind because that's what I got. No, I understand. And believe mm-hmm. me, I, know, I know the words that we speak are so powerful. And the reason mm-hmm. I know that, I had an uncle. He passed away, but the words that he spoke out before all that happened, it happened because of what he spoke out. Yep. He had a dislike for Hispanic people. 
and uh, he he made a statement. He says that you know that if if you know that he hated Mexicans is what he said, and he said that if he did ever get in a car accident, that he hoped he killed a car load of them, and that if he hurt anyone, that he would die with them. And believe it or not, that did happen, and. It, and if people think I'm BSing, if they they can go look it up, uh, there was a vehicle that uh, in Indio, California, that hit a car on the uh, as they were traveling through there. It was like a a Diablo Caballero, you know those their um, those truck cars they call it El Caminos. El Camino, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he was traveling at a high rate of speed. He had my brother in there. My brother was behind the seat laying down sleeping, and his wife and young child was in the front seat, and my uncle was driving. And he hit a a car that was, you know how the white lines are on the side of the road? Mm-hmm. Well, they were pulled off on the side of the white line, but the back end of it was still out in the road. And he was driving probably 85 or 90 going through there. And he hit that car at a dead, you know, the car was at a dead stop. And it killed almost everybody in that car except the father and one child and a grandmother. But everybody else died in there. There was probably five or six or seven people in there. But it also killed my uncle. But... He said if he had any of his loved ones in there, did he hope that they did not get seriously hurt? My sister-in-law was in there, and her son and my brother was in there. They did not get seriously hurt. And uh, But the power of the words, people need to watch what they say. Yeah, I, I know. I had a family member whose greatest fear was, no, like Alzheimer's. And that's what my family member died from. Really? Said it many, you. many times. Oh, I don't ever want to live losing my mom. Oh, I don't. and yeah, it was her greatest, one of her big, a big fear for her. And that's exactly yeah. what took this family member. And, uh, you know, I've talked with my, my other family members and we were like, oh, you know, but you are not going to be able to tell her, don't speak like that. Don't talk like that. Don't be afraid of it. Don't call it in to you. No. And that's exactly what she called into her, her. And we all know that was one of her greatest fears. No, and, and it's sad. Well, I'll tell you something that could help that. And actually a doctor is the one, because her husband had had Alzheimer's. He got almost to the vegetative state where he couldn't walk mm-hmm. or anything. And she she was looking for everything. And she come across the coconut oil. Mm-hmm. She put it in his coffee, in his, you know, his oatmeal, his food, everything. And I mean, he was like I said to the vegetative state where he couldn't walk, couldn't talk, anything. Yeah, I mean, he he was just like a zombie. She started giving that to him every time he turned around. He got to where he would he would try to they would do things with him to draw a clock and stuff like that. He couldn't do that. And then as they were giving that to him, he got better and better every day. He would draw the clock. he put the numbers on it. It all come back. And after, I think, uh, three or four, I think three months or so, 
he was able to talk again. Yeah, and, there's I some mean, amazing things when you put your mind to it and you have the support of others. You yeah, know, that can carry, help you carry the burden. My family member passed away, but that's really good to know for other people who are experiencing if they will listen. Yeah, it took about a year, almost, mm-hmm. I think they said eight or nine months for him to be able to walk again. And, but because he was a, I mean, it, it all came back like he used to be. But, I mean, people think, well, there's no cure. There's a, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. If you have faith and belief, and, you know, like, what did, what was it, uh, Hippocrates said, let your medicine be your food and your food be your medicine? Right. I mean, she was looking everywhere and she found that on her and she was an MD. And she didn't know. She just come across something to work and started applying and it, it worked for her. Now that that's one of those things that can help a lot of people. That's what I really appreciate about this call and then sharing everything via email is all of the food recipes that we're sharing and, and um, med- you know, I don't really like medicinal, you know, the healing therapies and all of that. It's it's fantastic. I put turmeric in our food and you have to get a really good quality, but you want your black pepper in there. So I have peppercorns that I crush and throw in my food. No, I, I mean, understand. there's just, Amazing things that I, I think is great that we're sharing on this call, and and we have to be well rounded. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Did White Wolf send you any inform, uh, any of my information? Um, email, you know, like the number and other things. No, I don't. I'll have to go back and look. I might have to have your number. I, I'd have to go back and look. But you know what? I could always. Um, he may have. Well, uh, he he said he was going to in case, you know, that he's not like tonight he was not able to be on. But, right. Uh, I told him that, you know, the, just in case the, it was okay to give you those. I didn't know if he did or not. You know, I might have it back in there. I'd have to go back and look. He may have given me your number like a few months ago okay. when he was having problems. I'd have to go back in and look, Jim. I, I'm think he did there were um and i i could just i'll have to check my email no i understand it's it's neither here nor there but i just you know just in you know case you you needed to or whatever or had something you, you wanted to share or something like that like you know sometimes he's you know most cases he's on there and thank god he is but i'm just you know there's times that he's not able to be and, uh, you know, that way I can, you know, kind of get heads up on what's, you know, what's going on. That way, if you had something, you know, we could have that instead of something yeah, else. Yeah, I can, I'll definitely, I'll go back and check my emails because I know you don't want to give that out here. And if not, I'll send a quick message to White Wolf and then have him just resend it in case I can't find it. No, I understand. And uh, but I think he may yeah. have... Um, and then, you know, we can always talk about, and, and there's some very lovely people that have been contacting me from this call via email. And I just, um, I, they, I can just say this much. Those that have contacted me, um, have been very kind and very considerate. And it's been what information I have been able to share. I hope that helps them on their journey. 
No, and, I, I know the stuff that you had sent out. I, I, I have that. I, yeah. I, know I heard a lot of people said that they didn't get it or it didn't come, but the stuff you sent out, I did get. Oh, good. Well, like I said, those that have contacted me privately, they've been really nice. And, and very caring and uplifting for my young one, Sophie. And um, and she's doing extremely good. Um, yep, she'll be coming home in less than two weeks. And, That's Yep, and I found somebody to help her uh, that is going to use music and um, art therapy with her, which is really good for what she's having to deal with. And um, that that everything just really fell into place very nicely, and so yeah, she's doing super good. And then she's been homeschooled, and this past week they did um, a lot of just testing for you know what what you would need to graduate high school because okay. she's she and in fact she's she would have been this next year would have been if she was in high school her senior year. But she's actually almost at the equivalency level to even take the what you call the GED by October. And we well, even I have special. Huh? So anyway, you know, that was just really encouraging to see that um, with everybody's prayers and uplifting that she was able to, to do those tests. That was not easy for what she's gone through. No, I was listening. They're saying that was Roddy K's dad. I mean, if they if his dad's doing that, that shows that man, that whole family must be. Oh, is there um, somebody that's coming in and doing that? Yeah, that person that come in there, the person on there said that's yeah. Roddy K. Roddy K's dad. Oh. Now, if his dad is teaching his children that, there's something seriously wrong with them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I just wanted to give an update because people have asked how she's doing, and and um, that was the latest update that she's just doing very, very well. And I see the prayers and everything. That for what she's gone through with her in her brain and the things that are going on, for her to sit down and focus and take all that testing and do extremely. I mean, the the teacher was just. She said, "I was so surprised." And um, she said she blew all of my expectations out of the water. And she said, that just makes me so happy. And I just wanted to thank everybody for the prayers because we see that. We see the results of that. Oh, I, I am too, sister. That, it's just we, I mean, the, your testimony that you're bringing forth gives us faith and makes us feel good, that we see the power of the Creator working in your life and in your daughter's life and in other people's lives. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what gives us encouragement and the strength to carry on. I mean, if, you know, he didn't tell us to walk around like a zombie and not do nothing. He tells us to, you know, to to love our neighbor as ourselves, to do the good things, go tell the good things that the Creator has done for us. I mean, yep. that's what it's all about. And uh, we thank you for that. Well, I just wanted to thank everybody because it's been since last 
Well, end of September when all this started happening with her and um it's it's not easy, just like uh, White Wolf going through his injuries. Uh, <laughs> we all need that help. We all need everybody's encouragement and prayers and uplifting. And, and I just wanted to thank everybody that it's really hard when it's your young ones. Really hard to see them go through certain things. But uh, I don't look at it as a, a negative thing. I just I look at it as it just makes her and all of the rest of us stronger that love her and are with her as her family. No, I agree with you. It says, command ye the works of my hand. You know, when it tells us to command it, we're the king and the priest. Command it to be the way you want it mm-hmm. and speak it forward. You know, it ha- you know, it has to be good, good, and very good. If it's, if it's of the negative sense, it's going to come back on. But if you speak it forth positive and blessing and good, showing forth love, I mean, it will manifest just the way you say it and speak it out and command it to be that way. He said, see if I won't pour you out a blessing where there's not even hardly room enough to receive it. It would just go everywhere. Right. So I, I agree with you, sister, that it's done. No matter what people think, it is already done. He said, while you're yet asking, when you were yet asking, the answer was already on its way. And I look at, you know, there could be, uh, I'm not, you know, I can't speak for my young one, but there could be a very good chance that she's going through this because she's called to help people in that area. Yes. yes. I can't, I don't see that path yet, but all things work together for good. And so that's what I encourage her. I said, you know, you might want to think about it. I don't know if in your heart, you love people. You're very kind. I mean, everybody where she's at, they love her. All her peers just love her. The teachers just say she's just the most loving child that they've had there. And she just goes around uplifting everybody. And I mean, she does. She tells her peers and everybody, oh, I love your smile. You have beautiful eyes. She's just sweet like that and very caring and so you know i i can't speak to that it's in her heart and her choice and what she's here to do but i know where you're coming from but see you know yava said that you know that uh, that our destiny was just from the you know we were predestined from the foundation of the world okay and the thing is, we can take our shortcomings and turn them into blessings. Yes. And the only way that we're able to be able to help other people is by what we've gone through and what we've come to know and do. Yes. You know, through experience. And like you said, that may very well be just that way, that she'll be able to help a lot of people because, you know, been there and understands it, you know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and, is, and is overcome it. Right. And she, she can help them in ways that other people can't. That's where, I, you know, I I have that, you know, open in my mind. That's why I don't look at this as a negative thing in any way, shape, or form, and I'm not afraid of, of what's to come. I, I, I just know. See it and... as a blessing. See it as a blessing. And the it way is. you want it. And, and it will be that way, sister. It will. 
And I tell her that I told her all that on the phone before the call tonight. She called me and I said, you know, I know you want out of there and I know you have things you want to do, but just reflect as best you can and be the blessing that you are and accept the blessings coming your way, Sophie. I've told her that and it's, it's not easy being where she's been, but she's still pretty upbeat about it all. No, I agree with you, sis. Yep. And you know, we love and appreciate you, and thank you for tonight. And sure. I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be headstrong. I was just, oh, no. coming, I was coming from a different place, and you know, and what, uh, you know. Oh, don't worry about that. I honestly don't. I'm just not one of those types that think about being offended or. I don't know. I I don't think that way anymore. Just it's just really not a part of my personality. Um, I just threw out the information I have to share, and people can take what they need from it. If that's well, something you, that they need in the moment, great. Well, you've been a blessing and are, are a blessing, and I want to come from the place of being a blessing to you, not. Uh, not uh, hindrance or anything. Oh, like no, that. this has been, I wouldn't be on the call if I felt, you know, there was a, any hindrance or the, the information shared is phenomenal. I share it with so many other friends. I mean, it's just, it's great. It's great to have this information come to light and to share it yeah. and, and affirm that we are really on to something. We, yeah. We've yeah. got to grow up. We've got to do these things. This is what I, we're I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It says when we were a child, we speak as a child, but now that we're adults, we need to put off childish things and step forward. That's it. <laughs> and you're doing that. That's it pretty simply, yes. <laughs> and yeah. so I don't have all the answers. I'm just sharing my experiences and what I've figured out. And and for those that it helps tonight, great. If, if they're already in a position that this, they didn't need this information, then – my goodness, with what's on the call and shared in the emails, there's so much to, to glean from. There's so many well, videos and things to read up on. I mean, there's so many sides to it. Well, sister, I mean, I, I look at it this way. If it, it was meant to be said and for you to be on there, or it wouldn't have happened. I don't believe in chances or coincidence. There's a reason either. for everything. And... You're a blessing, and we thank you for that there. And it was meant to be on here so the people can hear it, to help them, you know. And that, you know, we'll, we just take it as that and see it as a blessing and then move forward. And I know there's more to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it's an exciting time. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It really um, is. I, I laugh a lot about it because it really is kind of fun, you know. Um, just the challenges and uh, where people were 20 years ago to what we're talking about now and can get together on a call, it's uh, phenomenal how quickly we can share the information and and bring that enlightenment and knowledge to others so that they at least have it to examine for themselves and and dig deep within, see what feels the truth. Yes, ma'am. We've come a long way. Remember way back how long it took them to to get a, a thing of mail across the United States by horseback or mule. And then it went from there from plane to this and that. 
Now it's just at a touch of a button. It's right at your fingertips. I mean, it's a, it's a great and mighty thing, and things are being said that need to be said that otherwise people wouldn't be able to hear or know anything about. I mean, it's a mighty thing, and we appreciate you for bringing it forward and being part of it. And, you know, that way we can all benefit and learn and do and appreciate it. Well, you're welcome, and it's just, you know, we're coming into that that new age, that new era, that new beginning. We have to, you know, this old is going to pass away. Yes, ma'am, and we better be up and ready for whatever's coming or we're going to be behind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be. (laughs) I don't either, that's what I'm saying. But we love and appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for tonight. Uh, you know, you've been a blessing. And well, you have a wonderful evening, too, and thank you for having me on. No problem, sister. Like you said, that's what it's all about. I mean, uh, no one person has it all. It takes a little here, a little there, a little everywhere to make it all work together. That's right. And, and we appreciate you. Don't think we don't. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I I really appreciate some of the things that others share. Like Denise, she really brings some good information forward on on little goodies she finds. It's a yeah. it's a neat um, it's neat to see people sharing and learning and um, putting that together. I'm just happy to be a part of all of these things. No, well, I thank you for being part of it and sharing. I mean, that's what uh, you know. I would like to see. A lot of other people that are on here that's been coming on here that, you know, that they would come in and share with us and tell us, you know, what's on their mind and where they're coming from and, you know, what they've learned or what. Yeah, that'd be a good thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, feedback helps all of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, how are we going to know if what we're saying is helping anybody or if it ain't? I mean, if. You know, that's why I'd like, that's why I always ask people, you know, you know, if you want to type it in, a question, we'll read it. Or if you have something to say, I'll read it. Or if you're on the phone, it would be easier if you say it because no one can say it like you can say it because it's coming from you. <laughs> right. It would be um, nice, though, on these conference calls if you could, you know, single out a, I think there's a queue. Uh, isn't there a queue where they can start eight? You have everybody muted, and they start eight, and then you can unmute that particular person or that number. Yes, I usually do, but they haven't been doing that in a while. the The other folks has been coming in and then doing what they're doing, you know, typing the vulgarity in there. Have they been doing this for quite some time? Yes. Oh, okay. And uh, and uh, when they're on the phone. If I catch them saying something on there, you know, like that one acting like a cat and thinking that they're going to stick this so-and-so somewhere, I have to, I try to get to them fast enough, but sometimes they say it anyway. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't, so it's kind of hard to, you don't see a phone number that shows up on the phone when they do that? No. They, they, They have about five or six, maybe seven, eight people. You know, one right after the doing that, that's why I have to try to catch them, you know, 
putting it into the chat plus being on the phone too. Oh, okay. That's why you a lot of times, like you see on there, it says, I bet, you know, this and that, it wears black cowboy hat and hiking boots. You know, it's nonsense and, uh, you know, but I have to try to catch all that there. But they'll get on there and they know once they put it in there and get off that I just can't take it off like that from here. That I can block it out before they get off. Well, it's too bad that you can't have just a private conference line where they can't pull that, you know, that they don't get the phone number to show up. No, I I can do that there, but, I mean, uh, the other people that, see, because there are other people that used to come on here that had networks tied, you know, their own network tied in to when they come to our call, there was thousands of people listening to it. Oh, okay. And because of the vulgarity and idiotic stupidity that the people are putting on here, that uh, they quit coming. Oh, wow. It's really caused... Well, that that's... Well... Well, they did that They're just going to go bye-bye. Too. You know, let's just put it out there. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, I really do think we need to just put it out there that uh, no matter how they try, they won't get through. No, I got you there. Yeah, and, let's just manifest that they're thwarted at every point. They can't get through anymore. You know, they don't see us, they don't hear us, and they can't access this info. <laughs> well, that's true. What surprised me, too, that that Roddy K guy, I don't know if he's got a split personality or what, or what his parents are teaching him. But one day I had talked to him on there. He seemed fairly decent. He acted fairly decent on there. Uh-huh. But then the other time he comes in there and he he puts all manner of garbage and stuff in there. Is this a young guy? I don't know really how old he is. Oh. But, I mean, he could be... I mean, the questions he asked was pretty smart. But to act the way he does... Uh, is beyond me. It surprised me that he was that way. Okay. Because he could have been a pretty decent fella. Well. But he get, when he gets with the crowd, I guess they do things they ain't supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> well, but, it, doesn't, but, it doesn't bother me. I mean, as long as you shut them down, I'll just laugh it off because I don't pay attention to that stuff. No, well, so I try to get them down, but they say some pretty vulgar things on there, too. Oh, I'm sure they do. And I don't want, you know, I don't want them speaking about you like that or anyone else on the call like that. I understand. I mean, because to me, that's not, that's not right. No, it's just a degenerate mind. Yeah. Yep, unfortunately. All all is well that ends well, I guess. Yep. We appreciate you and Yep. You have a great evening here. And I hope I will start feeling better. I know, you know, with, with with the ribs and everything, that can be a while to heal. And I look forward to hearing, you know, that he's, you know, feeling better here. Uh, well, I appreciate that. We love and appreciate you. Like I said, thank you for bringing that forward. Sure. And uh, I'm sure you're going to be on here again, you know, uh yeah, hey, when if you if you if I have more information, I'll I'll definitely keep you guys 
informed, even if it's just a quick, you know, five-minute, hey, this is what we figured out for those that are interested in this part of it on the call? Absolutely. I'm more than happy to share that info. No, I understand. If you, if you find my number, you can call me and let me know if you have something. Or okay. You should have, he may have gave you my email, too. I might uh, have that. I'll go back and look at my emails and double-check. And if I don't, then I'll I'll pop an email over to him. So, yeah, okay. uh, just let me know. Or you can send it to me. That way I'll know what's going on because sometimes White Wolf don't get right back to me either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds and I'm, good. I'm sitting there waiting on a call, and he don't show up, and you know that he may be under the weather or have something else going on, and I didn't prepare nothing, and that's why before in the past I've asked um, uh, Michael Joseph and things like that because I had nothing prepared because White Wolf usually had something. Well, is but Michael then, Joseph still on? No, I haven't seen him in a while, so. I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I'll be happy to help out, you know, when I can with whatever information I had to share in certain areas. And um, I'll just uh, keep you informed. I'll go back in and check my emails and then send you a test email, and, and then we'll just get connected that way in case there's any, you know, like, like I said, you. with White Wolf and his health right now, those things All he's right. dealing with. But, okay, uh, well, you have a good evening, and I'll I'll be in touch with you soon. Okay, same to you, sister. All right, sounds we good. Appreciate you. Good night. All right, good night. Yeah. Well, folks, thank you all for coming, and I uh, I didn't try to I didn't mean to try to confuse you, but I I'm just trying to you know to keep things on what the you know what the divine mind group's really about, and. Uh, you know, with that, you know, thank you for coming. Y'all will bless you, keep you in perfect divine health, and keep you safe and out of harm's way. And may all your dreams come true that are good, good, and very good, and that are your heart's desire. And with that, I'm going to end the call. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.